Welcome to TGI, Tourism Geography Insights, the podcast of Tourism Geography's journal where we discuss our latest research and developments of our peer-reviewed journal which explores tourism and tourism-related areas of recreation and leisure studies from a geographic perspective. We have joining us Dr. Michelle McLeod. So she's one of our great uh, Caribbean researchers. She's done a lot of research on island tourism, resilience, and uh, just to also pay tribute to or to lift up those people that lost their lives in Turkey and Syria. We do know that there's a lot of elements around, um, you know, destruction and things relating with certain destinations. And Michelle has done a lot of work in island resilience, um, spanning from both um, ecological, environmental um, disasters and other things. So right now, Michelle is currently a visiting research fellow at the Dick Pope Senior Institute for Tourism Studies at Rosen College of Hospitality Management. And she's also a senior lecturer at the University of West Indies, Mona Campus, Jamaica. But I wouldn't put Michelle in a box because I think she does a lot of work and she's a very renowned international scholar. So I'm going to give it over to you, Michelle. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I know I touched on a few points just to give the audience a good overview of what you do. Good morning. Thank you so much, Afia, if I may call you by uh, your first name and welcome to all the listeners to this Tourism Geographies uh, podcast. I am indeed honored to be part of this series. I must also mention that I'm on the editorial board of Tourism Geographies and I'm happy to be contributing to this uh, journal and its scholarly contribution to the tourism literature. Just a bit about myself. I am originally from Trinidad and Tobago, the most southern isles of the Caribbean archipelago. And I've been involved in the tourism industry sector, in industry and academia for over 30 years. So drawing from my experiences and knowledge about island tourism, I really wanted to look more in depth into how islands are actually benefiting from the tourism sector that comes almost like a natural, if I may use that term because tourism is economic, but it, it is a choice that most islands would need to embark on in order to develop uh, their economies. So islands and tourism, the boat, um, it's like a symbiotic relationship almost. So I really wanted to delve and look more closely into that relationship. Thank you, Michelle. And uh, as you guys can hear, we both have a Trinidadian accent, so it's very nice to um, speak to a fellow Trini. Michelle had done a special issue alongside Rachel Dodds, as well as the famous Richard Butler. So could you give us a good insight, um, just delving into some of the key themes that sort of were drawn out from that special issue? 
So the special issue entitled Island Resilience, it's about life cycle systems decline and resilience. And I want to thank my co-guest editors, um, Professor Dobbs of Toronto Metropolitan University and Richard Dick in court, um, Butler of Strathclyde, um, Emeritus Professor of Strathclyde University, um, joining me on this journey that took over two years. And um, the relationship that we have actually has to do with the University of Surrey because Professor Butler um, taught me while he was there at the University of Surrey. And he was Rachel Dobbs' PhD supervisor as well as the University of Surrey. So it was uh, uh, coming together of minds and the call for papers. We had 53 abstract submissions and uh, we had to go through those in detail. It took a lot of work and several rounds of reviews and we thank all the reviewers who reviewed those papers and eventually uh, we came down to some absolutely phenomenal papers about island tourism sustainability and resiliency. And this was all published in Tourism Geographies, um, volume 23, issue three in 2020. Oh, that's wonderful, Michelle. I've, I've gone through a lot of those, obviously. I do some research in island tourism as well. And there were some really outstanding um, contributions, so I do agree with you. Is there any one in particular, especially seeing the landscape that we're in now, that you would like to highlight some of the key problems that they sort of explored or uncovered some key insights from their research? I think what is really important having um, in this post-pandemic era, mm. islands are still recovering. Some are still slowly um, reopening to tourism, trying to navigate and understand what is happening. Um, the demand is pushing a lot of tourism. I just wanted to highlight though, some special papers for islands to think a bit differently as to how um, tourism um, can contribute to their economies. So the special issue addresses key strategies and practices to assist island destinations. Um, I want to mention Walker and Lee's article about the Sitalo or Sitaslow, sorry, movement that aims to improve residents' quality of life and share unique experiences um, with visitors. And we also have um, several articles that address the whole idea of resilience, um, modeling resilience, looking at a, an evolution, uh, so to speak, as to how islands can make decisions to adjust some of the challenges we face. You, you mentioned, you know, disasters in the Caribbean and throughout the world, islands face those climate change challenges and, and how to adjust. The specific articles that dealt with resilience, we have Bangwao, Skeet and Skeet, Cryacosta, 
writing about Ibiza, uh, Weaver et al. are now looking at specifically the issue of Brexit, um, looking at that political dimension in that islands um, go through, and and they all tackled um, the resilience and how to look at um, those solutions. And as we continue to deal with fragile ecosystems, looking at our environments as islands, looking at our culture and the socio-cultural um, sustainability, very important for islands. So Tolkak and Pratt, um, King Chan et al, Young et al, and Pickle Chavlet et al, they all look specifically at um, the environmental and cultural um, preservation of islands. And last but certainly not least, and it's something that I think we have not done a lot of work in, we are small islands, many uh, of our countries in the Caribbean, and so we have to depend on foreign labor sometimes uh, because uh, in many of our cases, the number of visitors far exceed our local population. So looking at um, in, in immigrant entrepreneurs, Calero Lemas et al. address that concern and looking at some of how immigrants, foreign workers can share knowledge and develop um, the tourism sector in particular. So it's a very rich special issue. Um, we had immense um, pleasure in really going through the papers. And just in case you can't get the special issue, Rutledge, uh, they have converted it into uh, a book. So the book came out last year, Island Tourism, Sustainability and Resiliency. Oh, that's very good, uh, Michelle. So you mentioned a lot of key things there, and you know I think it's synonymous with most even island leaders. You know we had we heard recently people like um, Prime Minister Mia Motley talking about us having that collective capacity to make changes. You know, so I've you've touched on um, some of the authors talking about the Pacific Islands, some of the authors talking about islands even here on outskirts of Europe, as well as in the Caribbean. Um, there was a lot of elements around even that social, ecological element that you talked about. And there's a lot of, obviously, external factors that do contribute to resiliency and island tourism. Is there anything from your point of view, you talk about your industry's experience that probably could be considered in particular for not just industry, but also for researchers coming in, um, since you come from that positionality as a, a Caribbean woman yourself. Is there anything you would like to share in terms of things that still need to be filled in terms of uh, research gaps, or even in terms of methodologies that should be considered to really draw out some key insights to help um, solve some of these issues? I think what would be really important, and you, Afia, you mentioned the fact that there are islands all over the world. 
is really to come together in sort of like a compendium and share our learned experiences because there is no reason why what is happening in the specific, that knowledge, that experience cannot be shared in the Caribbean. In the Caribbean, we are looking more in terms of the blue economy and utilizing our marine ecosystems. And perhaps the islands in the Pacific, they probably have a lot of knowledge and experience in, in that light. So how do we come together and continue um, to develop as island tourism researchers that knowledge and those shared experiences? And I think that is one of my uh, motivations um, for doing this special issue. And I, I specifically selected tourism geographies because when I went to the Taylor and Francis group, they said, you know, you can't select any of our um, journals. And I said, you know, tourism geographies, I think, is the best fit for island tourism because islands are all over the globe and we can learn from those experiences. We need as islands to um, diversify. We need to be able to withstand all these external shocks that are facing us, the debt, the, the natural disasters. And so I think what I would, what is my vision is that there can be some kind of coming together as a field of island tourism research as a separate field in the tourism academy that we can build and develop more on so that we can share our learned experiences and um, be able to build better island tourism economies. Thank you so much. And that's very good. Um, a good point as well to, to sort of siphon into my next question, which kind of touches on what are you up to these days? What is currently in your research pipeline? And um, could you briefly tell me if there's anyone else um, could be within um, that same tourism geography um, network that you would like to do research with? Well, at the moment, I am again looking at a bit more in depth about island tourism, sustainability and resiliency. Um, looking at the alignment of those sustainability indicators with the sustainable development goals. Yes, um, there's much talk about the sustainable development goals, but is there that alignment? What are you mentioned, the research gaps? What are the gaps? Matters surrounding um, the fact that our economies are tourism dependent, um, tourism work, a lot of it uh, depends on female, the female workforce. And um, so that whole matter of gender equity and those issues around a female labor and female employment, uh, we need to look a bit more uh, into that particular area. Also, tourism in terms of it having decent work and contributing to economic growth. What are the kinds of jobs 
locals are obtaining as opposed to foreign workers in the industry. So all those labor uh, matters we need to also look closely at and not to leave beside the whole issue of water. I mean, I was I won't say surprised, but you would think as islands surrounded by water that, you know, having the necessary water resources would not be an issue. But in some islands, it is an issue. There are issues around the distribution of it, um, the issue of obtaining fresh water um, sources as well. Um, so as islands, we need to look at that. So there are so many um, issues. If, if we look at the sustainable development goals and where we are and where our tourism sector needs to build that sustainability and resiliency, we need to pull from those SDGs and really bring it into tourism and ensure that we build that resiliency that we need as island tourism destinations. So true, so true. And we know the capacity of islands, even for our own locals, is, is already at strain, what it's doing with the whole water and switch system. Um, so having those, especially those those peak periods where, you know, the population doubles and triples and quadruples, it definitely does put uh, a strain on water. You know, so sometimes there's the, the sort of the balance of do you have water to you know wet a golf course of acres or um could a local have a, a glass of clean drinking water as you as you mentioned rightfully so some some very good points raised and i do hope to see um someone tackle some of these issues in research soon so at this point we're going to sort of switch gears into a, a bit of a, a fire wrong in terms of just getting it a bit more humanized. I think as researchers, we, we tend to really get a, a, in, indulged in, in the research. But I know for tourism geographies, um, we do like to humanize um, tourism research in particular. So I just want to ask you, and you could answer with one word or a, a short brief um, response. Um, is there anyone that inspires you particularly now, especially in, in this field of study? And you could probably touch on why. As you said, inspired, there's only one person name. I'm a senior lecturer based yeah. at the Mona campus in Jamaica at the University of the West Indies. I only one person came to my thought, and I'm going to mention his name, Sir Hilary Beckles, who is the Vice Chancellor of the University of the West Indies. Um, he is an inspiration for not only the Caribbean people, but um, people all over the world, um, no matter what your race, um, your creed, your religion. He is and phenomenal academic as well. He is not only our leader as the UWI, but his research and his knowledge and how he understands, you know, the people of the Caribbean and the black people, the, the, the black um, heritage as well. So I, I would say that today, when you ask that question, he's the person that came to my mind. 
Oh, that's very good. And I know he recently also got an honorary, what was the accolade he got? I can't remember the exact title, but an honorary title with the American um, Association. Um, so that's very good. And lastly, you mentioned you're a senior lecturer. For early career researchers, um, are there any wise words you would like to impart on those that are, you know, now getting their teeth sunken into research and, and an academic career? I think for me, if I had to do it all over again, I would definitely try and publish more articles very early in my academic career. I love collaborative work, and so I engage with a number of um, collaborations, even with my sponsor here, um, Professor Robertico Cruz at um, Rosen College of Hospitality Management, and several other colleagues, Manuel um, Kelly, um, George, we did a lot of collaborative work and now I think it's very important that you do collaborative work, but seek to publish articles uh, in terms of um, the work that um, you want to come out to build your academic uh, career. I think also in, in terms of advice, being in the right environment, uh, it's also important. Um, so if you, as a, a tourism researcher, um, wanting to have colleagues who can mentor you, who can guide you and so on, try and find that right environment where that can happen because it will propel your um, career uh, quite easily. Thank you so much. And I did get this right. So, so Hilary Beckles got an honorary foreign scholar from the American Historical Association. And we do know he does a lot in Caribbean history and sports and everything under the sun. So thank you so much, Michelle, for sharing these lovely words with uh, early career researchers and also for sharing a lot of wrong um, what that special issue was about in tourism geographies. And to conclude, in the spirit of the Tourism Geographies community, we would like to connect agents of knowledge and exchange and encourage, again, that humanizing of the tourism and geographic research landscape. So I would just ask you to leave a question for our next interviewee. Um, what would you leave for, for, for that individual? I would ask them, what are you doing to relax? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much, Michelle. And thank you again um, to our listeners. And we do hope you tune in next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Afia and Tourism Geographies team. Well done. <laughs>